Welcome to the Progressaholic Podcast, and today we're going to be talking about the racial wealth gap that exists in America currently, and uh, this is sort of inspired from the Netflix series Explained, Season 1, Episode 1, um, where they talk about the racial wealth gap that exists between African American families and white families in America. Um, personally, since the George Floyd incident, I've been trying my best to educate myself and I'm using this as an opportunity to hopefully educate uh, you, whoever's listening to this as well, because that's the least that we can do, is to educate ourselves so that we can be better advocates. Um, secondly, apologize if I make any mistakes. I've tried my best to make sure that the factual perspective on it is correct, but please, if I've made any single mistake, feel free to reach out to us on any of our socials and let us know and we'd be more than happy to change that in uh, the podcast episode. I'm trying my best to learn as much as I can and I'm more than happy to continue learning and continue refining and educating myself even more and more. Sort of, let's get into it. By 1863, slavery in America was worth $3 billion or in 2018 terms, $83 billion. Now, wealth is where sort of past injustices breed present suffering. The racial wealth gap as a whole is a difference between the mean household wealth of a white family and a black family in America. The difference. Now, you could say wealth is the measure of the savings and the assets of an average household minus their debts. Sort of a way to calculate like, the average economic value for each household. That's the definition of wealth that we're going to use over here. And in 2016 terms, the median household wealth for a white family in America is 171000 However, the median household wealth for black households in America is 17600 That difference is insane. And the worst part is that difference in median household wealth is still growing to this date that we're in 2020 as a whole. Let's rewind back to the American Civil War. So now, after the American Civil War, a bill known as Special Order Number 15 was passed, giving black families access to a plot of not more than 40 acres of tillable ground. However, um, Lincoln was assassinated and the new president, Andrew Johnson, reversed the decision, which meant that thousands of freed slaves who had received land were evicted. And the effects of that can be felt to this date up till now. And let's talk a little more about wealth. The amazing thing about wealth is that it tends to grow over time. And if we look at the American middle class, home equity accounts for two thirds of wealth. And let's sort of rewind back to the Great Depression. So the Great Depression of 1930s, a lot of people suffered. And during the Great Depression, almost half of city owners defaulted. But also during the Great Depression, it was the true economic power of America became housing, specifically owning a house as around two thirds of the wealth of, as we discussed, two thirds of the wealth of the American middle class was at home equity. So what happened was mortgage credit got unleashed to the population, but in order to buy a house, you need a loan. But the issue was that the companies who actually built the home credit system and the housing loan system based their approval on risk, which was horribly associated with race. Now the new federal housing administration wouldn't insure mortgages in areas that it decided were too risky. And that risk was calculated by race. So it was like a, a black family moving in into a white neighborhood was seen as a threat to housing prices. And also when the, the FHA or the Federal Housing Administration sort of drew maps of where they wouldn't insure loans, black neighborhoods were the ones that were redlined. Let's take this into context. If two thirds of America's wealth is in home ownership, that ability to build that wealth now has been completely excluded. So this affected every single part of life. And it wasn't until 1968 
until housing discrimination was sort of outlawed. But, 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 but the worst part is it didn't mean that the housing discrimination ended in 1968. Because, so let, let's, so let's look at it from this aspect. So 100 years of discrimination since slavery, because slavery ended in 1865, that created that huge home ownership gap with average home ownership in the 70s reaching 62.9%. But with black home ownership only at 41.6%. However, by the 90s, black banks and politicians realized the opportunity to profit of this. In the 90s, the government made the push to open the mortgage market even more. And black ownership started going up, and it genuinely felt like there was a light at the end of the tunnel. Like it felt like the gap was finally starting to close. However, something more dangerous was going on, where it was that African Americans were twice as likely to get subprime loans. Now, for someone that may not have a lot of experience or a lot of knowledge in the financial markets, what is a subprime loan? A subprime loan has interest rates that are higher than the prime rate of the base rate. Now, subprime borrowers generally have low credit or other factors that suggest that they have a reasonable chance of defaulting on the debt repayment. However, one in five black borrowers with good credit still ended up with a subprime loan. Let's sort of forward on to the 2008 Wall Street crash that happened. Um, everyone suffered due to the bad lending, but it was the black communities on average that suffered significantly more. Let's look at some of the statistics. Black communities lost 53% of their wealth, whereas white communities only lost 30%. And the worst part was that after the crash, the government didn't do enough to help these black owners, meaning that wealth was lost with no way to gain it back. Let's sort of compare black and white college graduates. So whilst any difference in pay for black and white graduates wasn't discussed as such, the way that they spend their money was. Um, the Federal Res Reserve Bank of St. Louis found that white college graduates had their wealth increase over time, whereas the black graduates had their wealth decrease. The reason for this was spending. And like, if you, more, if you dive more and more deeper into this, the main reason was that it was much more likely to be the case that African-American college graduates is probably the most successful in their family network and therefore relatives ask them for help and they give it. African-Americans were wealth for 246 years from 1619 to 1865. Then for a hundred more years from 1865 to 1968, laws set up in place hindered them from building their wealth. And this was legal discrimination, legal, legal discrimination. And the worst part is that discrimination still continues to this date from 1968 to the present day of 2020 that we're in. Now, the worst part is that government policy keeps perpetuating the circumstances of the wealth gap. So personally, I learned a lot from this small documentary and I really hope you do from this small audio clip. And if you want to learn more about it, I would definitely, definitely recommend it. It's a super small clip, about 16 to 17 minutes on Netflix. Um, explained season one, episode one on Netflix called The Racial Wealth Gap. I learned a lot from this and it's really helped me to educate me a lot more in systematic racism that exists in America as a whole. And uh, thanks a lot for listening. The next one that we're going to be talking about is the documentary called um, The 13th by Ava DuVernay um, that talks about mass incarceration of African-American males in America. So that's going to be the next documentaries that we sort of um, focus on and learn from. And as we go, I'm learning and hopefully you can learn with me. And of course, as I said at the starting, if you feel like there was any place where a certain mistake was made or a certain fact wasn't uh, right please feel free to reach out to us and let us know we're educating and learning ourselves and we'd be more than happy to change that across thank you so much